This is a Cato Special Podcast. I'm Caleb Brown. In President Trump's infrastructure plans, there's too much focus on big new federally managed spending and too little focus on devolving control of assets to states and private entities. Chris Edwards, Director of Tax Policy Studies at the Cato Institute, says the president should look at Canada and England for workable plans for privatization. Well, in Donald Trump's address to Congress, uh, he did touch on infrastructure. He called for a, quote, national plan on infrastructure, and he reiterated his $1 trillion pledge. Uh, now, what we don't need in infrastructure in reality is a national plan. The vast majority of government infrastructure in the United States is owned by state and local governments. Uh, they own it. They should be responsible for it. Uh, and there's lots of negatives if the federal government has a big grand plan and starts telling the states what to do. What do those grand plans tend to look like? Well, the problem is that, you know, the federal government comes in and they give aid to the state and local governments for infrastructure. So we give about $45 billion a year to the states for highways and another $15 billion or so a year for urban transit systems. The problem is, is that that spending comes with top-down regulations. So we impose so-called Davis-Bacon rules or labor requirements uh, on the states that receive federal money for highways. Uh, it, it essentially requires union labor on highway projects, which inflates the price of highway projects by 20 percent. Similarly, federal rules uh, on uh, environmental rules uh, attached to all transportation projects uh, have pushed up the cost greatly of the states building highways and bridges and other sorts of projects. So the federal government is a negative here, not a positive. Is there anything that you can pluck out of what his plans are? When I spoke with Randall O'Toole, it seemed like uh, a great deal of his infrastructure plans substantively end up being transfer payments to state government contractors. Right. So what is Trump's plan? He keeps throwing the trillion-dollar number out. Now, that could mean a lot more federal government spending, but I don't think that's what he means, and I don't think that's where his advisors want to go. His uh, advisors, Wilbur Ross and Peter Navarro, came out with a plan in the fall which would provide tax credits to private investors for investments in um, public-private partnerships. Uh, that's the wrong way to go, the tax credit idea. Uh, here's the basic problem. Right now, uh, governments can borrow in the muni bond market, the tax-free bond market, uh, for government infrastructure projects. Uh, but private companies uh, investing in everything from pipelines to cell phone towers and the like have to use taxable finance. So we already subsidize government projects in the muni bond market, uh, which I don't think we should, uh, the Wilbur Ross and Peter Navarro project would uh, add subsidies uh, for equity. But uh, the, the, the right way to go, I think, is to create a level playing field to eliminate the muni bond exemption and make um, um, private and public projects uh, uh, equal in terms of uh, the financing. Uh, and that would encourage state and local governments, for example, when they're thinking about a new airport to uh, to maybe go for a, a private airport rather than a government-owned airport. When uh, public officials, at least in my experience at the state and local level, talk about infrastructure, they tend to define it very broadly, and it includes things like arenas, 
and other projects that, in a very real sense, may be very sexy, may get you uh, headlines and increase your incumbency as a politician, but they're not the sort of uh, hard-nosed things that cities and uh, areas, rural areas, need. Right. So here's the thing with infrastructure. If you look at national income account data, the vast majority of infrastructure in the United States is is provided by the private sector. And again, I'm talking about things like pipelines and oil refineries and cell phone towers, you know, the entire most of the Internet, you know, all of that stuff is private sector stuff. And that's great. Um, and but but a lot of what uh, U.S. federal, state, and local governments do now, like airports and seaports, for example, have been privatized around the world. So, for example, in Europe, half of all the airports are private now. Uh, Heathrow was the first uh, back in the 1980s. So there's a lot of scope here for uh, the United States to uh, go the, the way of the rest of the world, to increase efficiency, to bring in private sector uh, investment by moving these assets to the private sector. So here's what I would suggest to, to, to Donald Trump in a three-point uh, infrastructure plan. The first point would be do his business tax cut. Uh, uh, if you lower the corporate tax rate, you will get a lot more investment in things like oil refineries and pipelines. That would be uh, great and very positive. The second thing would be to privatize stuff that the federal government does own. The air traffic control system uh, was privatized in both Canada and Britain. It's been a big success. We should do that here. Uh, federal dams, uh, those, those cannons should be privatized. I mean, a lot of dams in the United States are already owned by the private sector. I think we ought to uh, sell off the federal dams. Uh, and then the third point would be remove barriers to state and local privatization. As I said, most of government assets, airports, highways, bridges, seaports, are owned by state and local governments, but the federal government puts barriers in the way of privatization. To give you one example, uh, airports, uh, they're owned by state and local governments, but they get federal subsidies. If a, a city or a state wanted to sell off their airport, uh, they would have to pay back all the federal aid they got in the past for the airport. So that creates a barrier to them uh, to, to selling their airport. Uh, again, we're behind the times here. The, the, the Canadian airports are private. Most British airports are private. Airports have been privatized around the world. They're more efficient. They're self-funded. They're unsubsidized. That's the way to go. So if Trump wants to, to uh, get a trillion more dollars in infrastructure, he'd do his business tax cut, and he'd open the door to privatization. Chris Edwards is Director of Tax Policy Studies at the Cato Institute. Subscribe to and rate this podcast at iTunes and Google Play. And follow us on Twitter at Cato Podcast.